all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by LIC. Good morning to everyone. I am Hormus Vatakia, here to tell you all that you need to know on the 18th of February. First up, former minister and newspaper editor MJ Akbar lost a criminal defamation case against journalist Priya Ramani. Ramani had accused him of sexual harassment. A trial court in Delhi said, and I quote, a woman cannot be punished for raising their voice on the pretext of criminal defamation, end of quote. Covid cases in Mumbai continue to rise. Over 721 cases were reported until 6pm on Wednesday. Over 400 people recovered while the death toll remained at 3. The Board of Market Regulator SEBI has approved relaxing minimum public shareholding norms for companies with market capitalization of above 1 lakh crore rupees. They can do smaller sized IPOs than the minimum 10% threshold earlier. This could help new issuers such as LIC that is slated to do an IPO this year. Bharti Airtel is buying back a 20% stake held by Warburg Pincus in its DTH business for a sum of 3,100 crore rupees. The transaction will give Airtel full control of the DTH unit. According to our calculations, the deal values Bharti Telemedia at 15,600 crore rupees. The deal is expected to pave the way for an increase in foreign ownership in the parent company. Later today, Can Energy CEO Simon Thompson will meet Finance Secretary Ajay Bhushan Pandey. The British company recently won an arbitration case worth $1.2 billion against India. According to Reuters, Can has moved a New York court to enforce the award. Bloomberg Quint learns that the government may seek an out-of-court settlement. IndiaMart Intermesh launched an issue of shares to institutional investors on Wednesday in order to raise funds. The floor price of the issue has been set at 9065.6 rupees per share, which is a 6% premium to Wednesday's closing price. The stock has corrected over 10% since hitting a record high of over 9900 rupees per share on the 5th of February. A joint survey conducted by CII and property consultancy firm Anarok suggests that buying homes has gained precedence over renting, while bigger-sized houses are seeing increased demand. Nearly 62% of the 39,000 respondents of the survey intended to buy homes immediately, courtesy deals and discounts being offered by developers and home loans being available at low rates. There is no stopping the rally in Bitcoin though. After the token crossed the $50,000 mark on Tuesday, it crossed the next $2,000 just a day later. The cryptocurrency hit an intraday high of $52,545 overnight. It finally ended 7% higher and currently trading flat. Oil prices also continue to climb with Brent crude crossing the $65 per barrel mark for the first time since January 2020. The WTI variant 2 is heading towards the $62 mark. The US energy crisis has now taken out nearly 40% of the country's oil production. Traders believe that the output of nearly 4 million barrels per day is now offline. Elsewhere, gold is now at the lowest level in two months as the demand for the haven asset continues to fall. The yellow metal, which saw its biggest annual gain in a decade in 2020, has now declined over 6% in the new year. 
In other international news, Facebook has started restricting the sharing of its news on its service in Australia, defying a controversial proposed law that will require technology companies to pay publishers when their articles are posted by users. The social media platform had threatened to block people and publishers in Australia from sharing news on its main social network and Instagram if the legislation were to become a law last summer. With that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup of the day. Morning Neeraj, how are we set up today after two days of decline, especially considering today's the weekly options expiry as well? Well, thanks for that, Hormuz. The weekly options expiry might turn out to be meaningless because it might be yet another day wherein the markets just meander around and don't really gain too much, neither lose out too much. Though, I'll be interested in seeing if the tech stocks have some more pain considering NASDAQ hasn't had a very happy turn in the last few days, particularly yesterday. Well, we've had a lower top, lower bottom formation after the recent upticks, which may indicate that the rally is getting a bit tired. Uh, The market breadth also for the last three days has been even Stevens or largely in favor of the declines, even if the indices have stayed stable. So could there be some bit of profit skimming from some of the mid caps? I would think so. The question is only if people will use this as or any dips that come into individual names as a means to buy back stocks, because as everybody's seen since the time it was 9,200, any dip in the markets are getting bought into. So let's wait and watch if that's how it shapes up. I would be watching out for PSU banks for sure, especially in light of the fact that there are a bunch of upgrades that keep on coming into some of these PSU names. So I'll be watching out for State Bank of India and some of the others in particular. Um, Also keeping an eye out, as you said, on Bharti Airtel, uh, not just for the news of yesterday evening, but also that Bharti is showing some aggressiveness with the 5G launch, what they've announced yesterday, and lots more. So it becomes very, very interesting as to see what happens between Bharti Airtel and Reliance Industries over the course of the next few days as stocks, of course. And of course, one keen eye out on what's happening with some of the platform plays. Remember yesterday, InfoEdge, India Mart, Intermesh, all of these came off because they have cash. India Mart, as you said, is launching the QIP, right? So they have cash, but do they know where to deploy it successfully? I'm guessing they do, but as of now, the market doesn't have too much of a whiff, and which is why there's a bit of a corrective move that is happening there. All in all, a fairly interesting day. Watch out for some of the telecom plays as well or the beneficiaries of the PLI. Yesterday, all of them were up and about, and I think the traction could continue today. So that's the other pocket that I would be watching out for. And as I said, PSU banks firmly in the driver's seat. Let's see if Bank Nifty plays ball at a time when it badly needs to from a bull's perspective. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in today. Have a great day ahead. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IBM Podcast app? On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. Brought to you by LIC. LIC.